much of the interact. I feel like I haven't been here for a wee while, but I have been, but I haven't been. So a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a, I really wanted to take Charlene to a Southern Steel game. It seemed like my big thing that I've wanted to do for ages. I just had no way to make it happen. And my work actually sponsored the steel, and um, they had this prize draw. And the staff would go into to get tickets to the game. I was like, I'm going to enter this and we'll just see what happens. And I won them. So, which was pretty awesome. So, Charlie and I went on down to, to Invercargill to see the game play. And um, how good is God? I would have been really happy, and Charlie would have been pretty stoked just to be sitting in the normal stands um, to see the game. But our God is so good, we have courtside tables right under the goal, and they're feeding us a three course meal with as much ginger beer as we wanted throughout the entire game. You know, like God completely exceeds their expectations. I would have been so happy with just a normal. I'm going to sit in the crowd and bang those things and jump up and cheer and it'd be awesome. But God just went above and beyond. And um, I just really believe for people today that God is going to go above and beyond in your circumstances. God is going to go and, and just bless you guys exceedingly more than beyond your expectations. Too often we actually limit God and we go, oh, this is what I expect God is going to do. God's blessing looks like this. And we have the bar set about here, that eye level, it's what we can see, it's what we can picture, it's what we can imagine. But actually what God wants to do for us is way above our expectations. He wants to bless us beyond measure. He wants to bless us so that we overflow, and it's out of our overflow that we are able to bless others. Because we're blessed not for ourselves. We're blessed not just because God loves us, but we're blessed because we are called to be a blessing to those around us. There's a, a lost and dying world out there that don't know Jesus, and um, they don't know the hope that comes from Him, but we can sow that into them. Um, it's completely off my message, but I just wanted to share that. Um, yeah, awesome. Um, so the word I have today is called Don't Treat Me In Your Heart. And it's a word that God's been speaking to me about for the last wee while, and just really challenging me about that. Don't shrink back in your heart. Stay the path. Keep your focus. Continue to trust God and believe big. And I believe that this is a word for all of us today. So I was being challenged in my own thinking, and it's kind of good that kind of sucky when God decides to challenge you, because then you've got to do something about it. Um, and one of the things that I'd actually been challenged in was my own thinking towards church. I was starting to get into a bit of a groove and just go, okay, this is where we're at, this is what it looks like, this is how it's going to be. So here we are, just over a year and a half in, and you know, we've seen God do some amazing things. Um, none of this has been me or Ray, like it's not us, it's completely God and His goodness and grace. Um, it's our incredible Heavenly Father just being faithful and staying true to what He has promised us. And as we've continued to say yes, um, he's just, you know, he's been faithful and, and followed through with what he's, with what he's said. Um, we recently had our Mother's Day service. Did any of you guys come to that? So we had our Mother's Day service and it was, it was pretty cool. Um, we set up cafe style and, and, and had a great spread of food and stuff. And, and it was really cool. But in the lead up to that, I found that I was being really challenged. Um, we found out that of our wonderful venue. The night before was going to be used by a psychic medium who was coming to town. So we weren't able to set up on a Saturday like we normally do. We had to come in early, early, before the alarms go off, come off on a Sunday morning and set up. Um, you know, so already in my head, it was hard. 
was already hard. We're going to have to get up, it's going to be cold, we're going to have a set time frame, and we're doing something out of the ordinary, so it's already difficult. Have you ever noticed that how we need to win the victory in our mind, often, in our heart before we're able to win it in the natural? Sometimes it's in our head makes things far too hard than they need to be, and if we just get up our butts and step out and do it, it's not as bad. Um, our previous Mother's Day and Father's Day services have been really small. I mean, let's be honest, I've only got one of each of those services to go on. So really, it's not a pattern. <laughs> but my expectation was that it was just going to be exactly the same. You know, it's always smaller on holiday week and special weekends, so let's make it easier on ourselves. And maybe we should just reduce our seat up. We don't need as many chairs. Maybe put at least tables, because we've got to drag them from another room. Um, we're probably not going to need as many cups. And um, you know, let's just keep it simple. Plus, you know, it's starting to get winter, it's a wee bit colder, no one wants to come out in that. Um, I was completely wrong. God's just like, Shannon, shut your mouth right now. Um, we had an amazing morning, okay? We set up, it was cafe styles, heaps of food. Um, we had a heap of visitors, and we actually had 40 people here. You know, while my head was saying, Shannon, logically, just, just pull back. It's okay, just, just pull back, you don't need to to step out there as much. It's okay. Just, just, just you know, be nice to yourself. Um, if we'd done that, we wouldn't have had all that we needed for church to make people feel welcome, and we wouldn't have had the amazing service that we had. But I had to, look, I had to get past my own thinking and the shrinking back in myself and step out there to see what God would do. And God just said to me, Shannon, don't shrink back in your heart. Don't shrink your heart back. Okay, and there's been time and time again, continuously recently, that God's been challenging me not to shrink back in my heart. Because everything... Is that right? It's my fault. Raymond's playing with the iPad and he tried to sound off. <laughs> Busted. I was trying to make it... <laughs> um, um, so, um, yeah, God said to me, don't shrink back in your heart. So I, had a wee, I did a wee bit of research, and I was like, okay, so shrinking back, what does that entail? And shrinking back um, means to draw back, as in to retreat or avoidance, to shrink from danger, to shrink from contact, to contract or lessen in size, as from exposure to conditions of um, temperature and moisture, to pick up, reduce, and extend your compass, to draw back, retreat, or avoidance to contract or lessen in size. Have you ever found yourself doing that? Just kind of shrinking back and retreating, just pulling up the drawbridges and self-preservation? Now, there are many things that will cause us to draw back and to shrink back. Disappointment, fear, hurt, expectations of others, um, expectation of failure, doubt, uncertainty, words that have been spoken over us. These can all get into our heart and cause us to shrink back upon ourselves and to not stick up to the witness that God has for us. Proverbs 4, 23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. When you allow your heart to shrink back, your vision, your faith, and your actions eventually follow suit. Your vision shrinks back and you begin to see smaller. The dreams you hold in secret in your heart, well, they're not going to happen. You know, circumstances change. 
life gets in the way, hurt and disappointment seeps in, you really should just go for smaller, more attainable and reasonable dreams. You ever felt that way before? That it's just better if you just shrink back. Don't put yourself out there, it's a lot safer. Now we all face internal struggles from time to time. Now did I really hear God? I'm not good enough to do this. I'm too young, I'm too old. I just had a birthday and I was starting to feel like, oh, maybe I'm getting too old for things. I remember at 21, I had like a, a midlife crisis. And I was like, when I look back on that now, I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? I was 21. But I had this sense of, oh my gosh, my life is over. What am I doing with myself? And um, God's just like, you've got no idea. You know, we have these thoughts of, I can't do that. You know, how will my family or my friends react? I'm not confident. Will God really come through for me if I step out in this? You know, I don't have enough space in my life to do that right now. You know, sound familiar? Sometimes our excuses become bigger than our faith. You know, we must overcome and see victory in our head, in our heart and our mind before we can see it outwork in our world. When we shrink back our heart, our actions will follow and we deny ourselves and those around us in our world the fullness of our God. God is actually not wanting us to shrink back. He's wanting us to advance and take ground for him. Nowhere in the Bible do you hear God say, shrink back. Just, just draw it all in. Just, you know, kind of just, just close yourself off. God doesn't tell you to do that. He tells us to advance. He tells us to step forward, to step out into what he wants for us. He tells us, he says to us, trust me, follow me. <coughs> and he says, go where I send you. And I will be with you. He's not wanting us to shrink back. And he hasn't called us to shrink back. In fact, he's equipped us to move forward and to advance into all that he has for us. So, how do we prevent our hearts from shrinking back? I have three points. I'm quite proud of myself, I have three points. Okay, number one. Declare God's promises over your life. Proverbs 18. There you go. 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Okay. The message version of that says words kill, words give life. They are either poison or fruit. You choose. And words are powerful. Your words will create your world. There's a lot to be said about the saying, fake it until you make it. You know, in other words, like we sing in the song fullness, prophesy like it is done. You know, we sing that. It's more than just lip service. We have the creator of the universe living within us. The one who spoke and the world was formed. You know, there was light. The sky and land separated. The same creative power is within us. Our words will create our world. I remember um, a few, a long time ago, when I was doing youth leading, um, I was having, um, there was another girl on the team, and we, used, we were quite good friends, but something happened, I don't really know what it was, but we just seemed to be this, like, sort of, like, an angst, and, um, and you just, you know, can you feel it when someone's got an issue? You just kind of feel it in your spirit, like, oh, there's something there, just not quite sure, and, the, and often the temptation is to just go talk to people about it. You get the old prayer circle going, oh, I think you should pray for this person because I've got concerns. That's gossip. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> just be careful with that. 
So, but I was really feeling it like I don't want to speak out when having these issues. I don't know what's going on because it kind of makes it bigger than it actually is, and it makes it bigger in your heart and makes it bigger in your world. So what I decided I was going to do is I was just going to get out of my way to be super duper nice to her and to build her up and encourage her. And over the course of about a week or so, I noticed that her attitude towards me changed, our relationship changed, that went back to being being good the way it was, just by declaring, you know, that, that things are good, by declaring that, um, by declaring um, good things over it, and, and over that situation. You know, God changed it. I could have sat there and said, oh my gosh, like, this is terrible, and, and just and spoke words that were going to um, just cause more angst in the situation. But I didn't want to do that. I wanted to create this, I wanted to, to see a change. And so by doing that, um, I, had to, I had to speak that out. Um, yeah, so your words create your world. You know, declare God's promises over your life. Speak them out. Have you ever noticed that even if you don't feel something, if you start speaking it over your life, you start to experience that? Now, if you say, no, oh, I'm so sick. Oh, oh, I was being so sick. You just start to feel sicker. That's, that's man flu. <laughs> that's man flu. Thanks, Ray. Um, <laughs> you, do, you know, you start, to feel, you start to feel really sick. If you start to, to say, you're like, oh, I have no money. I have, no, I have none of this. I have none of that. That's what you'll experience. You'll experience poverty. If you, if you speak blessing on your life, if you expect... If you speak that your God is your provider, if you declare those those things of your life, that is what you'll experience. What you speak out is what you will walk in. Okay, point number two. Have faith and continue to persevere. Now, I understand that it's easier said than done. Um, Hebrews 10, 35, 38 says, So do not throw away your, your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you'll receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And but my righteous one will live by faith, and I will take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Don't throw away your confidence that will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that, what you have done, so that when you have done the will of God, you'll receive what he has promised. It's easier said than done at times. But persevere, you'll be rewarded. Don't give up. Stay the path. Your victory is on the other side of your perseverance. So many people give up just before it's time for them to receive their blessing. Just before they receive the breakthrough. Breakthrough doesn't come by shrinking back. Breakthrough doesn't come by giving up. Breakthrough comes through perseverance. And having faith in their God. Because he is faithful, what he has begun in you, he who has begun a good work in you, will finish it. He doesn't go, oh, Susie, I've got you so far, but I'm a bit done now. I'm going I'm to take a rest. God doesn't do that. God perseveres. He doesn't go, come, you're so close to that breakthrough, but I think I'm done. I've had, I've had, I've had enough. So we'll just, we'll just leave you. He doesn't do that. And God pushes through. And he calls us to push through. And he, he is faithful. Okay. And, and point number three, go big. Go big. Deuteronomy 15, 10 to 11 says, Give freely and spontaneously. Don't have a stingy heart. The way you handle matters like this triggers God, your God's blessing in everything you do, all your work and ventures. 
There are always going to be poor and needy people among you, so I command you, always be generous, open press and hands, give to your neighbours in trouble, your poor and hurting neighbours. Now, this verse is often used in the context of giving, but having a stingy heart will cause you to, to shrink back in all situations, not just with your wallet. Go big and be generous with your actions and your words. Do something to step out of your comfort zone. You know, ask that person for coffee. Inquire about that study that you want to do. Call that person who's been on your heart for a while. Offer to pray for your sick neighbor. When you feel your natural reaction is to shrink back, step out in the opposite spirit. Step out and see the breakthrough. Step out and see the blessing. Step out and see what God will do. Go big. Our God doesn't want us to shrink back. He is not a God of shrinking back. He is a God of bigness. He is a God of freedom. He is a God of hope. When you shrink back, you limit him and prevent him from working in your life, in the world of your family, your friends, your neighbour, and your city. We limit him. But our God is a limitless God. We just have to trust him. So when you feel that your natural reaction is to step back, step out and pursuit. I'm not naturally um, an outgoing person. I'm actually quite a shy person and I, and I get quite a bit of anxiety. And sometimes I just have to step out and go, okay, this is what I'm feeling. But what God says about me, what God says about this situation is this. And so even though my feelings tell me this and my circumstances tell me this, I'm going to step out. It never used to be natural for me to stand anywhere with a microphone and talk, even without one. When I was at school, I used to... Um, run committees and stuff and I'd always delegate the notices and assembly to someone else because that wasn't naturally who I was. I just I shrink back and hide, I don't want to be noticed. But God over a period of time starts to draw me out and go, No, this is what I'm calling you to, this is what I'm, where I'm bringing you to and I need you to push past that. I need you to don't shrink back in your heart. You need to just trust me. Sometimes to in order to not shrink back, we have to make ourselves vulnerable. We have to make ourselves vulnerable. We have to put ourselves in positions that are going to stretch us and they're going to, they're going to cause us. It's just going to, it's going to be a little bit of, oh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. But God's going to stretch us. He's not going to break us. He's not going to pull you to the point where you, where you step. He's not going to do that. He's going to gently draw you out. And as you step out, your heart will follow. Your mind will follow. And then suddenly, that which seems so hard and, and impossible now seems the new normal. And then God's going to lead you a little bit further, a little bit deeper. And he's going to do a bit more of a stretch. And he's going to go, come, follow me. Trust me. It's okay. And you can go, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm late here. I'm okay. And he's going to know. And you'll just... Draw down a little bit more. We're going to stretch just that little bit more. But I'm going to come with you, and it's okay. And as we do that, what was our barrier, what was our limit, what was our capacity, has changed, it's moved. You know, God's taking us out. And as we continue to go big in our hearts and to not shrink back, not to withdraw, 
not to avoid the challenges that's putting in front of us. We grow. And we step into the fullness of what he has for us. Because he doesn't want us to live a limited life. He doesn't want us to live restricted. He doesn't want us to live bound up. He wants us to live in freedom. He wants us to live in all that he has for us. Because our God has created us on purpose for a purpose. In order to experience the fullness of that, we have to let go of some of the stuff that limits us. Our fears, our doubts, our uncertainties, and just We're going to go into, into worship in just a moment, but I just want to encourage you. Um, don't go into your mind, and don't go to places in your mind where you just start to shrink back. Because when you, when you do that, it causes everything else to, to, to shrink back. You win... The first battle that we win is the battle in our mind. And then we, we step out. We see the victory. What are the things that cause your heart to shrink back? You know, is it fear? Is it doubt? Is it the opinions of others? Our God is bigger than all of us. And so, if that's you, if you can feel yourself retreating or, or, or shrinking back in your heart, we'd love to pray with you there. You know, our God is the God who's bigger than that. He's bigger than your circumstances. And we want to see you walking in the fullness that he has for you. So um, we're going to put some worship on. We'd love to, love to pray with you. Um, if you. If you don't know this Jesus, who causes people to speak out, who causes people to, to, to live a bigger life, if you don't know him and you want to know him, we'd love to introduce you. Um, yeah. So Father, I just want to thank you for each person in the household that you're speaking today. Lord, I thank you that you are bigger than our circumstances. That you are bigger than the things that we face. You are bigger, bigger than the internal battles that we, that, that we wage against. And Lord, we just declare your freedom in this place today. Your freedom over people's hearts and minds today. Lord, that we will not shrink back. They will step into the bigness, into the fullness that you have for us. They will have big faith to step into the big dreams that you've placed within us. In Jesus' name, amen.